0: Okay, we were discussing last night, which we're going to possibly get to tonight as well, the Ilya Rabba, who wants to discuss the downside in the Mogad uh, main chapter, which we're on and we still will be on, and we can actually see inside tonight again, and that is, do we say, a Katnur who's kidnapped or otherwise, in a situation where they're going to be lost, can you be mechal Shabbos for them, like you would for a gadolah? As the machaber paskins, uh, we will next week see the base when we go back. and See the makaris of it. Even that's not so push, but, Rash but it's not sure. But the machaber paskins for a 12-year-old girl, 13-year-old boy, and above, you can and must be mechal Shabbos. The maghavam sifig is habit for a katan and so one of the considerations is going to be that if you don't do something now, when they become g'dalim, they're going to be smart enough to know there are other yidin out there, and they're already used to their way of life because they're literally a tinnik and they won't change, and we'll consider it chilasa say sefer bipshia which... Sounds like a raya that they don't retain the status of a T'nish condition. but last night I mentioned that you can get out of it by saying that in those days, the time of the Eliyar Abba, earlier anybody they'd meet would be from, 99% of them, and they would have a hard time rationalizing why you could be Jewish and not with the program, as opposed to today where maybe there's a bigger defense. So we're going to hopefully get to tonight, and you can see the Aliyah Rabbah assumes it's the same problem. He said, how can you not save them? They're going to be a Peshaya later, and that's something you'd have to save them from. And you won't be able to save them then, so you better save them now. That's going to be the argument. You know, I'm safer, a slightly different scenarios, you know, possibly use the same argument. So you have to keep the history in mind of why that might be weaker now and more of a defense if somebody doesn't change, although many peskim say it's not necessarily enough of a defense. A second example, just of the historical change of what happened when we entered this Tkufa, where we look around now, 80% of Klai Yisrael varying degrees are not yet from. Where, unfortunately used to such a statistic before a couple hundred years ago that didn't exist. And at the height of the Tzedukim and the kara'im. It probably wasn't that bad. There are plenty of them we fought a battle. We have a Yantu called Hanukkah. It must have been pretty bad then. We don't know exactly what the numbers are. But even then, those who claimed they would him were otherwise firm. They were, I'd but they looked at themselves as from. And they, they said, How dare you? They said, We keep the miss, We keep better than you do. We sit in the dark on Shabbos and we don't even have cholt. unlike you, Shkatsen, who keep a fire from before Shabbos. So they would dress it up. It was all to end for, for their lifestyle, but they didn't just drop everything. And Baruch Hashem, it was uh, not lasting. By the time bubble came around after the Chorban, they were all gone. Anybody was still around the clay or was not doing Ovarazar. And not the Saduki. the Karam was on Google later on. So there were aberrations where it was bad. We're going through one of those now. And a lot of the Shailas have to be understood in that backdrop. And I want to give another example which came up earlier in the of Neivir. Rabbi Kiv if you recall, in Chuvas has a pretty surprising Shaila. It's, it would be shocking if you didn't know the history, but I explained it, I believe, a little bit at the time. He has a basic Shaila. If you have a potential gair who's trying to learn how to be a gair before he does the gerus, can you teach him Torah? can't get a more basic Shaila than that. No, it was gerus. Anybody around today wouldn't believe that what was asked, let alone by Rabbi Vega, as late as Rebbe Keep and as somebody as hush as Rabbi Vega. There wasn't a strong many because in Rabbi Kee time they'd have too many garen because it was dangerous. Dangerous to teach them, dangerous to learn. And if they'd catch you, they and you were influential enough, they'd burned you at the stake like the Graf And so it wasn't that common, but the Shiloh came up before. And the Shah's mentioned in the Gemara is, it's not like the Sugya that was never discussed. But it doesn't say anywhere in the Gemara, what do you teach them? So Abu says, Is it to teach Torah a What you teach them? I teach them how to make a bracha? Okay. But to teach them in the formal way we do it today, which takes time, Abu discussed it in the truth, went back and forth, and he says, A Shai'il of a serious sister. is not sure it's mutter. Shalomazaman has a truth with a many. Mini- Today, clearly, we do it, we do it well, we do it thoroughly, because anybody who can't handle it, it's not a favor to them. It's levniv over them if you try to do a gay and they can't handle it. And Rosh <laughs> Hashanah is a tshuva, and he's very strong in the issue, and he says, whatever the Messias was then, I'll explain what the chilig is, he says, today, to not teach them everything they have to know, to hit the ground running... For when they get out of the mikveh, it's hot. We offer them orange juice, they don't know what a shahakal is, They don't know what a brain of fashion is, and they start to have milkhidra or minchadhism and Shabbos comes once every seven days. We haven't missed one yet. And whatever day you do, the gear of song, you learn all the Shabbos in two days. So Shlama Zama says if you don't teach them, it's left never. So why didn't Rabbi Keep Vegar know that? Why wasn't that so partial to Rabbi Kiyot-Veger? The answer is, is that everybody was from them. So if somebody's willing to an nefesh to come and try to be my guy, that means he's been observing the Jewish people for a long time, and he's very smart, and he's willing to mesan nefesh, and he knows a tremendous amount. So it wasn't necessary to start from scratch. So you want to teach him more to make it. A yeah, but Vega says, "Maybe yeah, but it's an advantage. Maybe not, because then he's going to teach Torah. He knows enough. He knows what davening is. He sees Jews doing it all the time. He knows the is, He sees Jews doing it all the time." Everybody was He's If he's observing of Kehillah, and if he wasn't, and he wasn't convinced, he wouldn't be by Sinevish to do it. It's so therefore he's specific. And apparently that was the way it was for Uncleus. What did Onkelis... I'm picking the famous game, who was What did Uncleus know? Probably like learned or heard people be Mavisajra with uncleus? Not yet, but... Uh, <laughs> he, what did he know? Whatever he knew, he was nice and average. emperor. The emperor was going to kill him. He was a nephew of the emperor. So he made his decision. He was smart enough to know. So then, Rebbe Kiveh, is was not convinced. is a formal learning for him. He was obviously very talented, very smart, and was looking at the Jewish people. They were all from him. He knew what Yiddish guy was. Today, a guy who signs up, I've dealt with quite a few of them. They'll come off the street, very nice people, well-intended. And they heard of pastrami and gefilte fish and UJA and all the and all sorts of things that some of them have nothing to do with Judaism, some of them have something to do with Judaism. They're not the Yerigimeli karm, and he's looking at Jews or he heard about Jews. And he has no no idea what's going on. So of course, he needs formal training. He doesn't. You can't assume anything. The, the, the general he knew he really had killed. Who? They were observing Jews. Our biggest enemies were observing Jews and living with Jews for a long, long time. It was rather than was Bubble, you know, they, they knew Jews. The Romans knew Jews. Romans had a big problem. Like every other guy who was intelligent and influential was converting to Judaism. That's why they cracked down so hard. People knew, investigated, they knew what was going on. Today, they don't know sheikh. They don't know because they're looking at a dogma of people who don't represent the religion it's a major clue see otherwise if you don't know this history the geiris application is nothing to do with the first napkinina but it's the same you it. and that is you got to look at the backdrop of what, what assumptions you're making and therefore what the eschaifus is in this case of a guy who's going to be captured by the church but coming back versus a fellow today maybe would be more lenient maybe yeah maybe not still a debate and the risk where we teach him a lot even though as an incident teach you shouldn't be teaching him zvachim and yet because even if he's a kain and we don't have the Besamitish right now, maybe he's a kain to be more vhehter. Shema yivne but that's not the meaning. We have enough to teach him for the year plus of uh, training, depending where he's starting from. So it's another example where that uh, change in history, that unfortunate change, played a big role. Okay, the second thing before we go back to the ma'amar is, is yesterday we saw the biolocha inside the biolocha was the next big marmukum in this sugi, it was page 4, and the Be'er Loha says quite clearly, with many rayas that the Gemara is masconah, why do we save lives on Shabbos, why do we make how Shabbos to save lives, is because of Shmuel's Rosh of the behem, v'chai behem applies to all mitzvahs, and applies to Shabbos and our application, certainly, and if the Chil Shabbos is more severe, and uh, the reason right before that Shem Emanassi chalel of Shabbos Achas is a good sfar, although as I mentioned the heat daishan is plusik, so it sounds like from the Gemara he wouldn't have said the zfar without the drasha. and B'alacha says it doesn't play a role because we're talking about where a guy is buried under a pile of boulders under a building that fell and we know that uh, he's not conscious, we can already see him and we see what's going on and he has maybe a minute or two to live or five minutes or five hours I think it's, maybe it's the end of Shabbos, he's not making it to next Shabbos, he has no hakara. he's not keeping mitzvah, he's not thinking of anything I know you were asking maybe he is thinking the is sidestepping all of that on purpose, because it's irrelevant even if he's not thinking the psach is based on Vahai behem and the life of a Yid in this case is something we have to do the for even though he can't go on to do any more mitzvahs and that was Maskan, Berlacha, and he says it's true for a cherish and a shaita and a cotton meaning an infant and a guy never crushed under the uh, the bricks and the rocks and therefore you have to save him it doesn't depend on the shita before because it passed like Shmuel Again, that still doesn't tell us what we're coming to in our main sugya, whether we would use a shem for elsewhere when it's not a to of a band. Last night I was discussing with somebody from the shir, this is we're not going to do justice to this now. Uh, we've had some shir on this, but the, even if we mention this soundbite to encourage people to ask shilas, we don't like to deal with end of life issues. Who does? And they're always very serious and very sensitive, very emotional. And you need at least to have enough information to tell a friend, if you overhear a conversation where somebody doesn't realize the a Shaila over here, that usually the Shaila is uh, And it can be mishandled terribly if you don't even know there's a Shaila staring you in the face. A dogma which comes up uh, frighteningly too often. Um, hospice in this country sounds very wonderful they have nice paintings of the wall of flowers, and they talk about pain management, and they talk about, they often neglect, and that's a good word in this, so you yeah, often neglect to tell the family members, not all of them, some of them are actually normal and from, some are owned by from people that run correctly, some are owned by just religious minded gullion that wouldn't do such a thing. But there are many, many, probably the majority, that neglect to mention that they don't feed the patient. I tell this to people, they look at me like I have five heads. They turn pale. They never heard something so preposterous. They don't feed the patient. They don't feed the patient. Like not even an IV drip, even candy, with something. They just don't feed them. The worst thing in the world is to die of starvation and from thirst. But no one is really going to know unless they notice and see. It's because they're giving so much morphine. They're doing pain management that that is it. the vast majority of them. That's it. If it was me at Hamatzoi of doing that, you'd have to know about it. And nobody even knows to ask. They're horrified. Most don't believe me. And once in a while, we get lucky, and they check it out, and the doctor, the nurse, actually say, no, we actually do feed them here. Meaning, I understand the question. It's an excellent question. There's not one of those places, Baruch Hashem. And quite often, they come back and say, I can't believe it. So, Ramesh says, the basic hydration, food, oxygen... You gotta give all the time. Everything else is a shywa. This is not. But hospice sounds like pain management. We wanna make sure the patient's comfortable. The patient is doped up enough that they can't even have an expression of pain. You don't know if they're comfortable. That's not what I'm even getting at, but once we're on this, the other one is the DNR. The DNR is supposed to do not feed, which is awesome, do not treat by basic food and oxygen, and Shlomo Zaman has shuvahs about basic medicines that go around, nothing heroic, nothing invasive, unless, of course, the family and the patient uh, want it, and it's required in standardized medicine, they don't want it, but it's standardized medicine, there's a chance you do it anyway, is a very complex, difficult topics which need hours. I'm just even mentioning it, because it has directly... What to do with this I'll say in a moment. And there's a lack of ideas because nobody likes dealing with these subjects. So the only midlan is there's taka Many people don't learn it kaseidu. They learn They learn by cut, They learn it quickly. They don't learn it. Rabbanim learn it because they have to deal with it, and uh, that's already expected. So people don't know what to do. But the good news, if there's any good news in that suya, is if you delay and you don't know the answer right away and you have to wait a couple hours, no one's dying because they did already. So that's not going to be an issue. You want to do it right, but you do Hospice, if you don't know there's a shayla, there's somebody supposed to be alive, and it can't stay alive, because if you don't feed them, it's a very quick process. DNR is the same thing. You've got to know, you're signing a DNR, you're not signing a DNR. DNR is do not resuscitate. There are, nobody should misquote this, there, are, there is a shayla. There are cases where maybe it's not a khiv. I've been told by many of our fine from doctors or Benaytira that even if there was such a thing, it's not always such a good idea because doctors are human; they're overwhelmed, overworked, and underpaid, and there's a lot going on in ICU. And when they see that, it registers sometimes in the mind; they wouldn't verbalize it, right? that's do not treat, right? The family get about ready. So what? Exactly. So nobody not like to verbalize. I've been told that by doctors, not years ago. It's not something new, and it's human. I'm not tightening anybody, but that's a very weighty decision. And that goes in, even when there would be a heter, that you don't have to do it because there's so many other organs shutting down you wouldn't have to cause X amount of pain. That's where the shayla starts. It might not even be a good idea then, because it might be a sign that subconsciously says, do not treat, even though that's not what the rashi is mean. I just said a lot in a minute. But that's, that's why this sugh is complex. I'm mentioning this now because this beer Allahha is often brought as a very incredible raya and that's what makes the sugya so hummer. It runs against everything that's going on in our hospitals and society in general. Society has cut it off if he can't play a good game of tennis or at least if he's getting a little bit older and weaker, doubles. I had one guy say that to me facetiously. I said I, I don't see the humor in it. Golf, the biggest smach then what good is it? That goes against everything we stand for. The whole Yisrael vizberlocha, by the way, before I get to the right of the Berlocha, is the behem means every minute of life is so precious. The guy can't think and he can barely breathe and he's not going to live much longer and he's not going to get to another Shabbos. Berlocha says it's irrelevant. That hashkofa is almost hard to explain to anybody on the floor in a hospital, obviously they're bad people, just the whole Ashkaf of the society is not so. And it's getting worse and worse. The doctors in the show semi me articles how state by state now it's getting worse and worse, and they're allowing some types of euthanasia, not yet active euthanasia, but similar of what the hospice is doing. And uh, you would think the hospitals want to keep people alive longer, they get paid more, but anybody knows anything about medical billing insurance? That's not the case. They stop paying after a certain amount of time, with there's severe pressure if the people aren't out of their bed. And I don't mean out of the bed, running around, playing tennis. I mean, vacating the bed. It just, it's all baremed, but just to show you how severe it is, and there's a, a money issue, and there's a issue. So we have to know. It's from people. There are halachas and, uh, and hashkaffas that go along with the every minute of life, and we don't want to cause... <coughs> suffering, but we're not causing that, we're giving the basic life support. So, what's the riot from this Be'er Lacha that I was referring to? If Slan, a building, slab of cement, a boulder, two or five or ten falls on somebody, and you find them, the Be'er Lacha tell you, even if after you finish all the races of excavations, he's going to live another minute and a half, two minutes, do it anyway. Is this guy in pain? Who are you referring to? I think we would venture to say most of the time severe pain. That's why the DNR shaila is not so... The heter I was referring to that maybe would at least be a shayla is if the patient is in a lot of pain and there's so many other things failing in the system and you're going to break ribs to do a resuscitation on a cardiac arrest and it's not like a healthy 95-year-old doesn't have other side issues. There are so many other issues that are shutting down some claim that's where the Shiloh starts. Maybe you don't have to do it. The problem is, what do you do with this Be'olacha? The Be'olacha's whole driving point is on the case where the guy had a building fall on him. He's obviously in severe pain. And if he's not conscious, you can't ask him how much pain, but we know he's in severe pain. He can't be comfortable. And what's the Be'olacha suggesting? <clears throat> be mechal Shabbos and do that to get him to live another 10 minutes. Because he's in pain? That sounds like... No, despite the fact he's in pain. I'm unconscious. He's alive. So we, Belacha sounds like he's saying you've got to prolong the life even though you're obviously prolonging a life in terrible pain. So some Atcheh could be a case of the guy so far gone, he's unconscious, doesn't feel the pain. Maybe, but Belacha's not Machalik. So say like even the possible heter to in theory sign a DNR, to mash of that with this Belacha is not so poshant. I'm not saying there's no heter, I'm saying there is a shayla. But there's a shayla, there's the practical thing of does the level of care go down? Does it not? I'm not saying it always does. Doctors are trying their hardest. Most of them are in the business because they're good people and they're working on it. Uh, question is, what's their hashkafa? Do they hold this is cruelty? What well, we hold the is a They might say it's cruel, but we don't care if we have uh, hashkafa. But the Be'er Lecha is talking about a guy who is crushed. He's obviously in a lot of pain. And yet he's saying, well, macha, not only do we try to prolong his life, we, we have Machal Shabbos to do that. So, just an important point once we're on this beer Lacha Now we're gonna go to the Muget of Ram. Yes. So we're willing to do Michael Shabbos, but would you have to do it if it was millions or billions or trillions of dollars to save the person? So save that's a completely years. different suya. And that From is what do we do with our medical system uh, when you can't save everybody all the time and that's what they're struggling with and if right we same. have this person in front of us, we could save him, we can't save the next guy, but we could save this person. In triage, Rahman an attack or some earthquake or Rahmala Slan there are rules and regulations. And the rules are if you're the medical personnel showing up at the scene and you see a disaster unfolding, you have to size up very quickly, and they're trained for this, how many people then you could look as a bystander coming in. What's the net gain? How many people can I save? Then you start making decisions, injured, severely injured, younger, older, chance to survive, all things like that. Those decisions are made all the time. The Once you're working on somebody, and then you see somebody else to stop their cases, where the case is in Israel, where they, the, the, uh, a nurse had her hand on a wound. She had no, she, she had no bandages left. She, had to, she was holding down to pressurize a wound, and was losing blood even with that. And Then she sees somebody who she thinks will survive, and this one, she's trying, but there's less of a chance. Can she stop and go to the other one? That's less pusher because it takes her hand off the wound, He's going to die. Sorry. So she's actively... What? So that's a... Anyway, but that's not also... A, well, she wasn't this she a, during COVID, and this is a big thing? Uh, we had enough COVID serum. I ain't some, None of them were recorded. So you can, uh... Okay, we're going to go to the Magadav now, page five. <laughs> uh, we're not going to, it's a whole separate subject. Let's go to page five and let's see the Halig of Magadav uh, We're going to read the two lines the Mishnah quoted already to show you the contrast to Eliya Rabbah. Go on page five, the Avram Ram is Vav at the end. First part of this Magadav talks about Chate B'Shir Shatiske, why we allow Malachas, even Malachas, their races for the purpose, that's why is even if is but you could drive in a car, which is certainly the you can and must save the daughter who is being captured because you don't do it now you don't try now, she might not be seen again, and the Mughal Ram now is going to show us, he was assuming the Machab is certainly talking about a 12 year old or older and he wants to know the din by a katana or a cotton, so go to the second wide line in the brackets Miu, Mabas katana tzerochien Em yasa cotton, our million dollar shayla. The Now the sugya of aim based in mitzuvin la is the shayla and the Gemara, which appears in many different sugias. Does Beis have a chiv? It's a nice thing, the chiv to get involved when a cotton is eating a avilus, a cheeseburger, a hamburger. a hamburger. Do they have a chiyut to mafrishim and stop him? The of the Gemara is they don't. Not some but the parent does. It's called chinuch. So the obvious question what the of Ram is introducing over here, which we're going to see right away in the Mount Shekel, is why is he quoting the Aim based on Mitzuvin Lafrisha? The, the father certainly does, and the Mechaber says we first ask the father to do it. The father certainly has a khiv. So why is that a mitigating factor? Why would you assume the Mechaber is not talking about a case of a cut and, and a katana also? So we'll get to that in a moment. The aim based on Mitzuvin Lafrisha Ain Simishimem Gimel Adumma, The second half of this very. Monumental Hakira, which is only two lines in the Magnavrom, Adilma Midadhavi, Apikura Fashis. Now he goes to the and Yuma. of So we spent two nights preparing you for this to go back into this because now you know that there's a Soggya in Shabbos and Daf Dalit about Khatheba where the Gemara says you don't say that, except Tesla says you do when people are anusim, which is this case, they're being captured. Help him out. And the Gemara places the Machab in a cotton and a Gadol, but the Manga Ram is asking, maybe right now they're not doing anything wrong because I have the mitzvahs. Or then he goes to Gemara Numa, which we just saw about whether you should be Machal Shabbos. To say somebody on Shabbos, the answer is yes. What's the Makar? The so says, V'chai And the sheeta before that is of Now you understand well, I prepared you for this. Do we pass Negev Manasseh also? Can we use it over here for Ruchnius? So I have a number of possibilities in this Manga of Rome where the is. He doesn't tell you what a suffolk is. He tells you two sides. Part of the suffolk might be, I don't know, maybe we should be ha'ol for a cut. And as it says, Chalel of Shabbos Achas. Why does he quote, V'chai behem? Why does he quote, The answer is, despite what Ben asked last night with a very good rising of our V'chai behem means a physical, medical emergency. As far before, Shem is a general chalel of Shabbos Ha'achas. Maybe he's referring to in Ruchnius. Maybe, maybe not. So one suffering the Magadran could be, maybe the Gemara is talking about Gashmius, and there is no makar for Ruchnius except for Chateh Shatiske, But He's not chai of yet. The other safik could be, Shwe pass like Shem we pass, like, we pass like Shmuel, like the Lacha says, the is Maybe we can't use the other Swar. Maybe the Lacha just wants to show you that Vahai Behem trumps when you have a situation where the kid or the person pinned under it, the adult, can't do any mitzvahs, so he's never gonna reach another Shabbat, he's not gonna do any more mitzvahs, he's yourself to save him. So maybe we'll use it in both directions. That's there can be many swaras going through the mind of the Mughal of Ram in this suffiq. But that's the suffic in short. Take a look at the Master Shekel for a moment, in the small print, the bracket. The aim of Frisha. Because we'll save it to a sure. Abba Gav Da'ab M'Tzuvah Frisha. We're talking about a case where we ask the father first. So why is that a weakness? Maybe you don't have to save the kid if he's being kidnapped by the church, because aim based on Mitzvah, but the father's M'Tzuvah Frisha, He's Chayv M'Chinuch. M'Kom Chamer Kol Kach. The aim based He explains, the Munker of Ram's is, since in this sugya it's not as homer, haraya we paskin, aim based on the Mitzvah He's only a cut, he's not chayiv. Haraya aim based on the Mitzvah Ah, the father's Mitzvah in Okay, the father Mitzvah in but the is weaker. Maybe that's not enough to get even the father involved in saving and certainly to ask your local neighbor to because he's part of representing based in the community. That's the first side. The second side is, do something now. If you don't do something now, the kid's going to be lost forever. That's the subject of the Mughal Ram, which we will yet discuss the possible angles of the okay, Let's first see the Elia on the next page. Even if the child not a father, it's a Correct. Correct. Based in... What you're alluding to is the fact that somebody's got to take care of this kid. And you're right. Based in, we'll appoint an Apicharpus, and we'll get the uncle involved... But that's the practical end of it. There's no inherent he <laughs> of on the uncle. So am so, Frishoi, and even though it's a bit of a arch about what I just said, and also whether we passkin hadism a civil but Mugaram holds that's where we pass in. And he's trying to explain, Mastersa Shekel says, but we're asking the father to do it right now. That was the original case. So He says, shows the whole history is a little bit weaker. Deheliya Rabba, on page 6, the last page of your copy. Deheliya Rabba argues the Magen of Ram. Rabba is brought down by the Mishaburah, And he paskins, and the Mishaburah quotes it, it, sounds like he's leaning toward it, he paskins that we should save the kid even if it's Malachas the racist. Sounds like he's going to argue. And um, certainly if we're only Rabban. Kassel of Ram. You see the bottom by the arrow? Five lines in the bottom. Kasa Mughan Ram did not answer the Shayla. He said at the end. Comes Ali Arabah. Arabah is an achron, often quoted in later And he says, He says, I think that one side of the Mongol of Ram is far more partial than we should. Save the kid. Why? That's what I started off the shay with today. Now, Sam Sefer is going to echo the same thing. He said, I think he's referring to what the Sam Sefer is going to be saying, and that is even if you don't understand this Hakir in the Mongol of Ram and you say that they don't paskin Chalal of Shabbos it's no worse than Chateb Shoshatiske. And if you don't do something now, the kid's going to grow up in the church. If they ever get out, they don't get out to no the point, If they ever get out and then they're exposed to Judaism, they will be chayev to keep it. That's why I saw the Shia reminding you in those days, really chayev because they see everybody, if they want to be part of the Jewish people, um, they're going to see this is what Judaism is and you've got to keep mitzvahs. They have no choice. And if they don't do it, they're going to be considered pashim on some level, depending on the various circumstances. And therefore, we better save them now because it's going to be our problem. And therefore, either use Chalel of Shabbos Achas, that Gemar and Yuma, or use Chateb We have yet to address, are the two sugi's the same? One option, believe it or not, some have heard him say the source of Chateb is from Chalel of Shabbos Achas. It occurs from this Gamar, but then you have to assume we also pass on That's uh, That's taking a position on this. Some as part of the Magad Ram Here's an interesting raya. His raya is from a. Uh, it's a Durabana, doing this Durabana to help somebody, but listen to this Raya. <laughs> Kain cannot do the Aveda if he has any growth on his skin. Aveda, a warts, some growth. He can't do the Aveda. No? So burn it off. Go to your local dermatologist and take care of it. They didn't have a local dermatologist on staff. He just noticed it now. He's about to do the Aveda. He wants to do the mitzvah. So he's to lose the mitzvah. The din is that the Chavar can get it off of the Shinui. For us Americans, the way they suggest wouldn't really work that well because we're very sensitive. You're already making a face. You won't be the guy helping him because you're not a anyway. But <laughs> I warned you. But Lamaisa, so the Gemara by the way, Bar Hashem, was very practical and didn't worry about these things. They might trying to tell you a that's definitely a Shinoi. You would vote that's a Shinoi, a- Agabishinoi. Now why to knock something but talking about Shabbos even if it's a dermatologist, they have to burn off get out his instruments. So we allow a Shimmy to get him to do the mitzvah of the Avedah. Why don't you just get another kind to do it? The answer is he wants to do the mitzvah. So we allow somebody else, Chatei Bashir Shatiske, to an Isidra to help him do his mitzvah, even though there are other people to do it. It's a Gamar. Why are you helping the guy? Even for an Isidra why are you getting involved? The guy's not getting an enish. He has. A physical condition, he can't do that. But now come back next week. What, what are you going to do? He's potter. keep Afila The Paskins. somebody else can do an instant on for him to help him out. That's the Gemara in every. So he brings a raya hachanami, the cotton vadai afsha mitzvah, because he has no chiv yet. It's only a cotton schusuloy. That's an interesting line. It says for a cotton to keep mitzvahs. This is my rashi and tastes I remind you, is the mitzvah on the father or on the kid. It's easier to say it's on the on the father. Because the father is a cultural chai <laughs> of mitzvah. So Rabbanan um, said you gotta be Machanachim. Chinach is <laughs> dua The concept of chinach is the race, of the law depends on it. But the actual practical chinach is duraban. But machaizu shainim and some shaynim say it's on the kid. Remember Bukhan asked the famous shaila? How can there be a on the kid? The kid's not chaif and missis. He doesn't have to listen to Rabbanam because there's a Pasik that says you gotta listen to the Xer Duraban. It's not Mukhiv and Mitz. Obvious bomb Kasha. To which Shabbat says that the kid's old enough to understand he's not worse than a guy, and a guy's Mechayiv, and Zayimitz is any mitzvah, and he has to be normal, and he's Chayiv. So he has to know there's a matzava and there's a Kosh Baruch, and Hashem gave Chacham in every dart to keep Yiddish kare. That's not amazing Hashkavah. But he says that's Pshat and Lizvishainim, that the kid's Mechayiv. Sounds like the earlier rabbi saying that. So it's chus for the cotton. Why is it chus for him? He's not Chayiv and Mitzvah. The answer is it sounds like he holds is and it's a Kiyim. So why not help him out? a And then he repeats again even leaving that alone because that might be a mechayi is a mitzvah by a cotton, befrat kishet tagdil. And when he gets older, he certainly has the mitzvah and will have any in That's very hard. And he might not pass and therefore help him out now. I'm fascinated. This is his raya against the Magad of Ram. I understand his feeling on it because the Magadavram has a side like that. His rival in Gemara is talking about an iser, draw bottom first of all, on a kain who's already a mitzvah right now he can't do it temporarily because right now we has some growth so you want to take care of it what's that shaykh is to the cut and the cut is not mechiv anything I think the Magad of Rome would answer the raya that way but the Ali rabbin says no we see we go out of a way to help people who are not technically mechiv right now and they're and in the term we help them out anyway to get them out of the mass of and keep that in mind that last line because that's we're going to see next week that famous tshuva which we quote parts of with in, on the separate cover I think during the uh, where he talks about Nebuchadnezzar, a case of a kid who was a, a classified shaita but they already had the technology in the schooling in the same time which we have now even more to help the kid in an institutional setting to get him to a matzah who is not a shaita anymore he's chai ve and the problem is they didn't have too many of them they're very expensive he mentions the family is very wealthy out of pocket no insurance and they serve typhus day and night mahadrim and a and the Sam Sefer is a very long tshuva which is very famous that's nagaya to that sugya, and nagaya to this you are you allowed to give him be a dayim Iser he's potter now he's a shaita you're giving him medicine, you're being over you Iser he'll chatei so this is the right so for godot to feed a cotton, even if the katun not a bardas even if it's one day old and even if it's a shaita so Sam Sefer is getting mamash the sugi chatei b'shir very nice you have a potential gain. It'll be Mitsu, what's the head to do there right now? That's gonna be the next application and he's gonna take a stand on this of Ram and Mitsu Shem we will see that next week.